What's up, GW Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. And then first and foremost, happy Valentine's Day if you're listening to this when we release it. If you don't listen to it on the day we release it, which is today, Friday, that's okay. It's maybe happy Valentine's Day for 2021 if you listen to it. But anyways, happy Valentine's Day. If you have someone special, let them know you love them. And also... I, I kind of just want to remind you, like, tell them that you love them and you care about them 365 days a year. Can I get an amen and a hallelujah from the back, please? Not just one day a year we buy some chocolates. Treat your woman. Treat your man. Let them know you love each other um, through action, through words, through kindness, you know, the five love languages. You just try to find your partner and just make them happy, guys. That's and Be kind to one another. That's what Valentine's and what true romance is all about is being kind and being thoughtful to the other partner. Just saying that. Just throwing that out there. And this episode is pretty awesome. I got Alex. I got Sarah Kate. I got Emily. And we talk about Enneagrams. And Enneagrams, some of y'all might think it's like, you know, much of, uh, uh, I don't know, like not, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? It's not maybe as uh, real or applicable to life as you may think other things are but it was pretty awesome i just i just liked it i liked how like it's all personalities like the myers-briggs it's you know like the color personality things we used to do like back in the 4-h days you had like these different personalities and how people mesh with each other and this whole episode isn't necessarily like a romantic episode but i thought it was a really good valentine's podcast because we talk about how you could potentially act when you're stressed, when you're not stressed, and how you act to someone else and how they receive it based on their Enneagram and how you can receive things based on your Enneagram. And it's all about how to communicate and vibe with one another on their levels and get to know people. And that way you're more efficient, you're more intentional, you're more in-depth and in tune with one another, whether it's a romantic partner, whether it's a friend, maybe it's a co-worker, whatever it may be. I thought this episode was like, wow. Super insightful and kind of fun, just the different things. And I, I bet you, after you listen to this episode, you're going to want to go look at your Enneagram and see, like, okay, this is cool. And we talk about different lingo, different things. Like, each, there's different numbers. Each number is a different personality. But then you have a wing. A wing is something that's, like, similar but not quite. And depending on your stage of life, you can change numbers. It's really cool. I really liked it a lot. And I think you will, too. As it's pretty, um, I don't know, it's fun. And then also, just the three of them were just so hilarious. We laugh so much because it just we're just having a lot of joy. So I just love it. I appreciate y'all listening to the podcast as always. We Also, this is 5,000 downloads, folks. We're in 5,000 downloads. And I just want to say I love each and every one of you. If you're listening right now, you are loved. And I appreciate y'all listening to a, a passion project. I just love podcasting. I love talking to people. As you can tell, I've been talking for three-something minutes. And I just love the fact that we're to 5,000 downloads. Like, let's go. 5,000 downloads. And that's because of y'all. Oh, my gosh. I just so appreciate it. Follow our Instagram at the Grove of Buffalo. DM us if you got things you want us to talk about. Uh, let us know your Enneagrams. And we appreciate all that you do. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy every whatever day you're listening to this. We love you so much for joining the herd. And thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life. Things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The great white buffalo. The great white buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Is it Yellow. an achiever or is a one an achiever? I think one is the achiever. Look it up on your phone, Ben, because you're the only one on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I got it, I got it right here. I'm about to pull up the Enneagram, son. You need to do the paid version. The yeah. pa- well, I'm not going to take the Enneagram, I don't think. Yeah, you are. Or should I take it with y'all helping me choose No, honest? it's a long test. It's though. a bad long test. Okay. So, well, late- oh, yeah, go ahead. We can tell you what we think you are, and then you can... I, I need you to tell me the names of all of them, and let me write this down. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. If you don't know, we are squatting up right now to my left in the, the co-pilot seat. It's Miss Sarah Kate Barnes. What's up, Sarah Kate? Hey, how y'all doing? Sarah Kate, oh my god. Just, just, <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just literally like a ball of energy right now, and I'm just like a cat going. <laughs> it's so much fun. Catnip. Cat. Mm, okay. All right. <laughs> a little too far. <laughs> There's a little much there. And then across from me in the guest of honor seat is Miss Emily Jordan. What's up, Emily? Hey guys. I'm gonna call you M. What's that's up, M? That's fine. That's fine. And then in the Maverick seat, the wild card, the outsider, is Miss Alex Hensley. What's up, Alex? Hi. Does anybody call you A Town anymore? <laughs> I haven't called J Town in a while. No, that's just you that calls me that. I'm not Everyone sure. else calls me upper management. Oh. Well, Alex, it's, we welcome you to this podcast. Yeah, 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 we welcome you. I'm so, you know, literally today I was thinking about what's the five things I'm thankful for? And number four was me? that upper management was <laughs> able to come to this podcast and gracefully be here with us. Luckily, me? everyone else on the management staff is on thin ice, so you are Ooh. safe. Ooh, I'm not upper management. That's what it is. <laughs> Lower. Yeah, lower. lower. I'm like I'm like in the you know bottom. the bottom half. The bottom feeders. I'm I'm local security <laughs> for the open field. Local security. Hey, first of all, local Seasonal security. Seasonal help. That's what you are saying. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm feeling a real attack right now. This is the Great White Buffalo podcast with Ben Mayfield, not the the three mm, chipmunks over here. <laughs> We're coming at him at a 4,000. We need to bring it down, okay, I'd guys? never say 4,000. Okay. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. So today, here's the thing. We were just talking about uh, one of our mutual friends, that Sarah, Kate, and I. Uh, I use the term friend lightly. Mutual person <laughs> that we know. Acquaintance. Um, not a bad person. Just a, cho- a child. We've all had interactions with her, I think. Okay, I didn't even say. I didn't. I, I literally didn't even say her, but, but now everybody knows it's okay, her. That so with them. There goes. There goes four billion people that could have been. Um, <laughs> you never know. Her pronoun could be misleading. Oh. Oh. Okay. But we won't get okay. into that. Um, so, but one of the things we want to talk about is enneagrams. And if you don't know, I didn't know what this was until I got schooled about what Enneagrams are, but they're basically personality types, and through personality types, you're able to interact with others, and you know your pros, your cons, the ins and outs. Am I right? Who knows a little yeah. bit more than I do? Uh, Sarah that? Kate probably does. It's basically a test that evaluates how you um, navigate when you're stressed and when you're healthy. Mm-hmm. So it it's a really good tool to, especially when you're working with other people that are different than you, it's an easy way to understand how they operate, how they think, how they react when they're stressed, things like that. So it's not, I don't know. Alex you shouldn't, you shouldn't automatically like pigeon yourself, uh, pigeon yourself into this. Is this is how you are, right? And this is what you need to live by. And it's just allowing you to better understand yourself and not limiting yeah. you to just this is how you are. And you don't, because I've heard some people like adapt themselves to what they think they are in their enneagram, but that's not that's not the whole point of it. The point of it is just to get a bigger picture of why. Or why you might be doing the things you're doing and how to get yourself from an unhealthy position to mm-hmm. a healthier position. And That's you can cool. like pull from like more than your number and your yeah, wing right. because I look at it sometimes and I don't agree. But Yeah, there's, right. a- there's aspects of mine that I know I'm not specifically, but the majority of it I can relate to it to some degree. But mm-hmm. you're not always going to be the unhealthiest level of your integrity. Right. I'm a personality th- test anyways. It's just like so many factors can dictate how you right. answer and respond to the questions. It can Im- Stage of life right. that you're Stage in. Stage of life, the weather outside, how you woke up this morning, were you running late, right. how you mm-hmm. feel, what you're wearing. All those things can influence how you answer the exactly. questions and they can influence your results. Um, mm-hmm. So it's All right, important so to keep that I, I don't know my Enneagram type, but we're going to look at these and see which one I may or may not be. And then, because you know yours, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I know mine. Okay. So, number one is the reformer. So, mm-hmm. if you're listening to us right now, thinking in your own mind of like, okay, which one does kind of qualifies for me? The reformer is the rational, ideal, uh, idealistic type. They're principled, they're purposeful, they're self controlled, and they're perfectionists. And there's some more stuff. If I, there's like pros and cons, Big but that's just kind of the. Yeah, that's kind of the mm-hmm. first thing. Number two is the helper, which is caring, interpersonal type, uh, demonstr- uh, demonstrative, uh, generous, people-pleasing, and possessive. All right? There's some things that seem negative, but I'm not negative. It's not coming at you. Three is the achiever. Uh, wait, you said you were a two? Yeah, Sarah Kate and I are twos. Okay, Sarah Kate and Alex are twos. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into those a little bit more. Three is the achiever. Is the success-oriented uh, pragmatic type, adaptive, excelling, driven, and image conscious. 
That's what I thought that I was. But Alice is uh, saying no. I don't think so. I don't oh, think you're predominantly that. No. I, I get I see why. Of it. Yeah, there's definitely, you're motivated by things like that. All right, but All right. we'll, we'll, we'll go back yeah. to that. Number four is the individualist. It's the sensitive, withdrawn type, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. Um, then we have five. I really don't want to read something that's like negative, and then you automatically go, yes, that's him. <laughs> dramatic, absolutely. But um, maybe a little. <laughs> okay, all right. Number five is the investigator, which is the intense uh, cerebral type. You're going to see my enunciation in this mm-hmm. perceptive innovative secretive and isolated Ooh, interesting do you have anything inside on the no. investigator i work with a five and it's very interesting to see how yeah. our two numbers we work very well together yeah um, yeah she's very on top of things but she likes to be kept to herself when a helper is constantly thinking about other people exactly and so like together we balance each other out really really well but we can't understand how pe- each other are sometimes right. so it's hard mm. um but I don't know. I've come to really appreciate how she is, and mm-hmm. I think that she's come to really appreciate how I am, too. Nice. Mm-hmm. Number six is the loyalist, the committed, security-oriented type, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. Okay. Number seven. <laughs> Sus. <laughs> I just, all right. The enthusiast is the busy, fun-loving type, spontaneous, versatile, distractible, and scattered. And you're <laughs> all three people are pointing at I'm me right now. It might be your predominant Ooh. one. Yeah, I think you're a seven. Okay, all right. And then the, I think I'm an eight. I'm an eight. Oh, are you? I'm mm-hmm. definitely not an eight. <laughs> is the challenger. All right, this is what Emily says she is the powerful, dominating type, self confident, decisive, willing, full, and confrontational. I can be confrontational. Well, but like in the work setting at youth. Like, you probably don't notice my eight as much, but... I noted at game day. <laughs> I, I know we, we had a board game day with a bunch of high schoolers, and there was a particular student who just, like, kept bringing up the same thing, and, like, and we're all kind of... And he just bothered me, so I just kind of, like, yelled a little loud, like yeah. I was a high schooler, not the <laughs> yeah. chaperone. Yeah, and she was like, can you stop? You're being real annoying. And we're like, whoa, 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 hey, 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 calm down. Like, even if it may or may not be true, like... I can't help it. I'm sorry. I, I, the I challenger. felt a little bad after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I apologize. He hasn't, he hasn't been back in years now. <laughs> what? He Uh, came back that next Sunday, and I apologize. uh, And number nine, the last type, is the peacemaker, Mm -hmm. which I thought was Alex, Mm -hmm. but she said she wasn't. Two and nines are easy. They're very, Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is the easygoing, self-efficiency type, uh, receptive, reassuring, agreeable, and complacent. Shout out to my roommate, Bailey. She is all the way in line if you know her. Bailey Lester, you are the biggest night I've ever met in my life. You know her roommate? (laughs) Yeah, she can find me. Oh, find me for live. What's up? She's my girl. I love her. All right, so let me read this one with number three, because this is what I thought I was, the uh, achiever. I think you might be winged to this. So it says, this is a type three. So if you're listening to the car and you think you might be a type three, this is what it is. Threes are self-assured, attractive, and charming. They're in. Okay. That's okay. I don't like the fact that you're laughing right now. That's also in personality types. That's not just like my physicalness is attractive and charming. It's also like the personality, right? Right. Right. Okay. Right, right, okay. Right, right. Oh my gosh. I'll just delete this later. Um, they're ambitious. They're competent. They're energetic, which I thought was three. I'm pretty ambitious, energetic. And they can be status conscious and highly driven for advancement. They are diplomatic and poised, but also can be overly concerned with their image when others think of them. They typically have problems with workaholism and competitiveness. At their best, they're self-accepting, they're authentic, and everything seems to be uh, role models who inspire them. Their basic fear is of being worthless. Their basic desire is to feel valuable and worthwhile. Um... And then the key motivations is, I don't want to read all of this. There's so many things. Do it's you feel like you relate to that, though? Like On some level, I mean, you probably read any of these and be like, oh, I can mm-hmm. see that aspect of my life. But to be affirmed, distinguish yourselves from others, to have attention, to be admired, and to impress others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think on some level, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because like, I want those things, but then that sounds like pretty self-absorbed. No, I think, I think to keep in mind, too, like, I could 
given the day, like I was saying, you could literally fit into any one of these categories. Right. Like, we all have moments where we want to feel accepted and right. we, like, yeah. want to stand yeah. out and all those things. Like, I don't think that that's just a you thing. That's, no. like, an everybody thing. Right. Okay. Well, here's a seven, because this is the one that y'all all started giggling when I said seven. This is called the, what's it called? The enthusiast. Okay. Sevens are extroverted, which I'm very extroverted, optimistic, versatile, and spontaneous. I don't think I should keep reading this. I think this is pretty spot on. <laughs> they're playful, they're high-spirited, and they're practical. They can also misapply their many talents, becoming overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. They constantly seek new and exciting experiences, but can become distracted and exhausted by staying on the go. They typically have problems with impatience and impulsiveness. At their yeah. best, they focus their talents on worthwhile goals, Becoming appreciative, joyous, and satisfied. That's you. You think that's yeah. Yes. You think so? I can. I can attest to this, and I think Emily can attest to this. When it comes to working with you, this is definitely you. Because I'm spontaneous and all the positive ones, and not the negative ones. Well, not it's not negative. What's the negative ones again? So I don't think, and I honestly don't think they're negative. It's just who you are as a person. I become overextended, scattered, and undisciplined. But that happens, and that's why you have other people to work with. Yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. Um, My basic fear is of being deprived and in pain. Is that a fear? Uh, I don't even know what that means. Being deprived and in pain. Not given something. Well, um, yeah, you don't, yeah. Um, my basic desire is to be satisfied and content to have their needs fulfilled. See, this is this, the key motivation is to maintain their freedom and happiness to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences, keep themselves excited and occupied to avoid and discharge pain. There's like, there's some of these that describe, like, you know how you say, like, any time of the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you were to say some of those personality types of the seven, I would say it's spot on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm very extroverted, optimistic. Yeah. You know, we talked about affirmation in the last episode, uh, spontaneous. Like, I'm very, I am very scattered. My brain sometimes, I don't know if it's ADHD, but like, this goes and I'm like mm-hmm. thinking about different things. I do overextend mm-hmm. where I'm like, I want to do this, this, and this, and this. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up not fulfilling all those. I only do them all at like 20%. Mm-hmm. But then when it comes to like, oh, playful and high spirited and practical, I think I'm very practical. If like, I don't think it's going to work, but I'm yeah. very high spirited. But when it comes to like, the, when it comes to, the achiever's uh, basic fear of being worthless, that hits more home for me than being deprived and in pain. Right. Unless the pain is feeling worthless. I don't know if that's... Um, well, and to feel valuable and worthwhile is more of a basic desire for me. Yeah. But I do think the, the description of the enthusiast is probably better. Yeah. The more that you read the three, the more that I saw you more as a three like before i didn't consider that at all Because a lot of times you can't really tell what a person is Mm -hmm. yeah because most of the time you it's really hard for people to see who you are right initially because my sister actually she she's seeing someone that recommended that she would do this Mm -hmm. and her okay her therapist said that it's more than likely that you're not going to see the person for who they truly are because we never out front talk about who we are Mm mm-hmm Ooh. See, that's like that's the thing true. with me. Yeah. Like in the youth group, like most of the time mm-hmm. you wouldn't see an eight because like not that there's not really a lot of opportunities for me to be like, oh, I have to be confrontational right, right now or like versus I'm an eight wing seven. So I'm going to try to be like hype with the kids and I'm going to try to like insert myself where I can to make them feel like they're having a good time. But the more you're around me and like, I guess like the closer you are, the more you will see an eight because I only took it because my roommate was like, I swear you're an eight. I swear you're an eight. You're just like my brother. You're an eight. You're an eight. You're an eight. And I was like, I'm not an eight. I don't Mm want to be an eight. Right. That's not me. Right. So I went and I took it and it was like, oh, you're an eight. And I was like, no way. So I retook it and I was like, you're an eight. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be the eight because like, People don't necessarily appreciate confrontation right. and appreciate the honesty that comes with being the eight. And But I feel like for all the eights out there, you could probably relate, is you're honest and confrontational because when you have your people, they're your people mm-hmm. and you love them hard mm-hmm. and you stand up for them and you don't want them to not have their best quality. So when you see something that you don't think is the best, you're going to say something out of love, not out of 
oh my gosh, I'm judging you. Right. right. My mom's an eight, and I think a lot of people, um, I don't know, I think a lot of people see her dominant side and kind of her intimidating side, but it's because she's like that because of her deep tenderness exactly. for people. And yeah, like, that's what a lot of people can't see. It's they can't because, get past it because right, they of can't, ha- the outward Right, experience. and they're like a little bit scared and intimidated mm-hmm. by her, but when they get to know her, they're like, this woman cares for me. And I right. know my mom would be there for anybody. Yeah. Anytime mm-hmm. she'd be I'll there for Jake's me. Jake's probably an eight too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so I was having a meeting with um, Chris Davis. Some people that listen probably know him. He probably listens Yeah, shout out to Chris. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, he was telling me that I have a problem of burden bearing for people because like once like I am when you're once you are my person mm-hmm. and we're friends, you right. tell me a problem, I can't drop the problem. You're mm-hmm. over the problem, but I can't stop thinking about it because I'm so worried about how you're reacting that it you're it mentally yeah. like bothers me for a very long time. Yeah. But right. they're all four of us could be sitting here, you say you have a problem, whoever and the two, the other two people have forgotten, but I have not forgotten two weeks later because I can't stop thinking about it. Mm-hmm. So what you just said that I heard was, we're your people. And yeah, that's, yeah. The nice, that's the nicest thing. <laughs> I just really appreciate that. So takeaway, we're the people. Let me tell you all my burdens so you can think <laughs> okay, about I'll them. Okay, I'll be up all night tonight <laughs> thinking about them. Because I was looking at number eight. They're self-confident. They're strong. They're assertive. Protectful, resourceful, straight talking, and decisive, but they can also be egocentric and domineering. Um, eights feel they must control their environment, especially people sometimes becoming confrontational and intimidating. Eights typically have problems with tempers and allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, they're self mastering, they can use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming mm-hmm. heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. I definitely think worst. my mom's an eight. And what's, I think- the, what's the at the worst say? <laughs> Um, I need to know. It's, a, <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know the whole domineering, uh, confrontational, intimidating. Those are some of those words that may yeah. have but, negative mm. conversations. But for someone like me that's a two and has a really hard time like standing up for myself and being assertive, I envy you because Same. it's so easy. But Same. the thing is, like, if I'm sitting in a situation in a conversation with you and someone's attacking you and you're not saying anything, mm. I'm automatically going to jump in. Oh, my God. And step in the way because I don't want that yeah. to happen. Right. Well, yeah. well, I said the same thing with Alex about being more assertive at work. Yeah. Because I'm like, not that I knew she was a two, but there's this, I'm not trying to make you feel bad or anything, but there's be times yes, there's people mm-hmm. who will take advantage mm-hmm. and, or either they'll say something that's like in a hurtful tone and she won't say, hey, like that was not cool. Or there'll be people who just say, hey, I need you to do all this work for me. Right either, now. Right now. And it's either not kind of her job or if it is her job. It's kind of insulting that I'm uh, kind of already doing my job. Right. Uh, or you have you have other people. Because, yeah. like, she's a resource. Like, if someone comes for me for youth, I'm like, okay, like, I'll see what we can do. Da, da, da. But when you're the communications person, you're doing that for Everybody. every different department. Yeah. And there's only one of you. And so, like, if I go, hey, youth needs this communication thing done now. What? But I also need. But you she to also it has. Off. She also has children. She also has adult ministry. She also has preschool. You know, she has all these other things that come right. at her, or the senior pastor, whoever it is. It's like, okay, I can't get to that. It's not a. I have to list this out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes she's not as assertive. All to the say time, that. I'm not assertive. Let's yeah. be very real, because Sarah Kate can attest to this. It's super difficult for me to. Make someone or give the person, give anyone an opportunity to not like me. Mm-hmm. And if there's a chance, if if something I say could produce someone not liking me or saying something that would make me feel unworthy to them, then you're not going to say. I'm it. not going to say it. Right. Absolutely not. And if I can't articulate a way to make it sound as though I'm not upset, I can't. I'm not going to say it. Before I knew Enneagram was a thing, like I would always like pe- tell people, I was like, well, I just don't want them not to like me. Like yeah. I really care about people liking me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Sarah Kate, you can't care about that. Like yeah. you have to just like do these things. And I didn't really understand why I was the only one that felt that way, but that's <laughs> it because like that's just how I operate. I, yeah. I want to be accepted. I right. desperately need to be like affirmed and things like yeah. that because that's just how I'm motivated to Ex- do things. Exactly. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. I'll read the two in a second so we'll know. The, what the two profile is for the for you two, but when I originally did this with our mutual friend acquaintance, she said that I was a three wing two. That's mm-hmm. what I'm just saying. What she mm-hmm. said, but and so when I read some of this, not we don't. I don't think I had the same. I'm very assertive or um, 
I, I, will, I, I will definitely you're, advocate of like, yeah. yeah, that's not cool. But as far as when I read this, it says twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm-hearted. I think of the affirmation type mm-hmm. stuff. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing. They can also be sentimental, which I kind of can see that. Like I'm thinking my own life. I don't know about y'all, but like there's a reason why I want to show you these baby pictures and like <laughs> things like that. Um, I'm giving you the yeah, house tour, yeah. but let's look at all oh, the baby yeah, pics. Yeah, um, flattering, people pleasing, mm-hmm. which I, I can see all of us on some level being people pleasing. They're well-meaning and driven to be close to others, but can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. Right. And I feel like maybe that's not quite as me as much because I'll kind of do whatever I want to beat to my own drum. Um, but I can see some of that. They typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. At their best, they're unselfish, um, altruistic, and have unconditional love for others. Mm-hmm. So your basic fear for the, for the two this of you is, is mm-hmm. of being unwanted and unworthy of being mm-hmm. loved. Mm-hmm. And your basic desire is to feel loved. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad to think about. Like, when you say it out loud, that really just is like, that's that's what my fear is. Mm-hmm. Like, that is legitimately, like, something that, that's my biggest fear. Right. But, like, to have it, like, verbally, like, out there, like, that's that's what that's are you Are you a wing of. one? Um, I, yes, I'm a wing one. So that means if you're a two with a wing one, it's called servant. Mm-hmm. What are you? Two wing one. So you're a servant. Mm-hmm. If you're a wing, if you're a three, wing two, you're called a charmer. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to see it. Yeah, I really. Am. I mean, um, but you definitely have seven energy. Yeah, I definitely have some seven energy. Um, you're definitely an eight, Emily. So don't even come at us right now. Oh my now. gosh. But <laughs> like y'all said, you envy me when I like. Yeah, because it takes so much out of my personality to even have a conversation with somebody about potentially a, an issue. But most of the time it's not even an issue because most of the time in my head I'm thinking of a scenario that doesn't even exist. But here's the thing. Sometimes I wish I wasn't like that because yeah. people take it the wrong way. So then that leads to another conversation of you're attacking me. You don't care about me. Mm-hmm. You don't like me. Right. When in reality I actually care about you more than you think right. I do. Because I think this is important, and I think you need to know this. You say right. something because you care. If you right. didn't care, you wouldn't have said it. Exactly. And people take the whole, like, I don't care, like, what people think about me, or I'm just going to do whatever the wrong way, when really, I just, like, I just... Also, I just can't... The way. I, can, I can't picture you saying something... I can say picture you saying something directly, but I can't picture you saying, like, a lot of eights that I've known in the past, they sometimes have a problem with how they put it. Mm-hmm. And I have been told to work on my deliverance of how I say stuff. I just can't. Maybe not tells me yet, the same thing. I can see it a little bit with Emily. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't, with your tribe, like with your closest people, I just don't see, I, think, I don't see you being like malicious almost. Not malicious, no, but no, like, no, 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 you know no. what I mean? I think with Emily, it's never something like, it's what everybody's thinking. Right, and she's and so I'm just going to so say it. And so she's just yeah. going to say it. Yeah. Where it's like someone who's maybe like, a three slash a two <laughs> would want to be a little more tactful of like we're considering their feelings mm-hmm. before we say something instead of saying something and then considering their feelings. But I say that like that way because that's the way I like things to live to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I would rather you be like upfront, like, okay, like you did this wrong. This is what you need to work on. Like versus you being like, well, today in this situation and like beat around <laughs> the bush because I don't like that. Okay. First Cut of all, you were mocking us there. No, I'm not trying to mock you. I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. I, like, as when I start. Do what I say now. <laughs> when I start a friendship, like, and we're talking about how we are in our personalities, I'm like, I want you to tell me where you see what I'm doing wrong. And I want, and because I'm going to do the same thing. And right. I'm not trying to do that meanly. That's just how I, that's how I deal with everything in my mind that's how I deal with my problems because that's how I want people to deal with me yeah and I think that's why the Enneagram is important because I know for me like it's hard for me to imagine that anybody thinks differently than I do I'm just like how are you not getting this like I do the same thing this is just how people operate and like it made me take a step back being like okay not everybody's wired like you right and it gives me a lot of grace for people but it makes me understand like where they're coming from yeah I need to talk to this person in this way for them to actually hear me exactly and like I want to be talked to this way but but not everybody knows not, that and that's what yeah mm-hmm. it's just 
I don't know. It's a good indicator, but like you said, you can't get wrapped up in your only your number at all times kind right. of thing. And I hate it when it becomes someone's identity. Like, oh, I'm a two. That's why I'm doing this. No. You can't be a you, It's not a scapegoat. You're Sarah Kate. You yeah. have lots of qualities. Mm-hmm. You're a person. Mm-hmm. You act the way you act because the way you are. So we were talking. It was me and my mom and my sister. We were talking about um, our Enneagrams, and my mom hasn't taken one. But we were t- reading our Enneagrams and at our worst. And automatically there was one, I think it was a seven, that talks about – how at your worst, like, you could deal with overdose and suicide. And I think that's the only parts my mom picked up because it was just, like, terrifying. Those are, like, buzzwords. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, there's only a select group of people that are going to jump all the way to that spectrum right. at the end of it. And if all, all of us could have be at the end of that spectrum at some point or right. might be thinking it. But just because it's on the paper, I think that's she automatically just pulled those buzzwords out and was like, oh my gosh, I never knew this. Like, mm-hmm. it freaked her out. But we had to help her take a step back and say, this is just not, it's not who she is. It's not, it doesn't mean that's what she's going to go home and do. It's not, she doesn't have a, uh, any type of addiction. It's not what that's saying at all. It's saying that there's there's a potential for anybody to get to that point, but doesn't mean it, it, that's who you are. It can become very limiting yeah. instead of free. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, especially like when you're working in a, a place that has so many different employees mm-hmm. you know we have a staff of like 15 people mm-hmm. maybe a little more now pisco probably has like 20 plus mm-hmm. you know employees and you know you have wesley and, mm-hmm. and college classes that and professors and so so you have a lot of people and so to be going like and have a profile of you know this person's a three this person's four maybe not being so aware of that but at some point when you think about it and go you know, I work with Sarah Kate on a regular basis. I know she's a two. What is a two? Okay, how can I help that mm-hmm. person out? And not that every time I see Sarah Kate, I go, she is a two. Mm-hmm. How can I do it? But when you think about it and you're intentional right. and about how that person can receive your information and how you can best communicate with them and yeah. become a little selfless, mm-hmm. where it's like not about how I process it or how I feel like I need it to be mm-hmm. talked to, like if it was me, but how can I best suit this person? Mm-hmm. And when you come a little bit about less about yourself and you start being about others, you can communicate better and you feel more of a personal connection with that person, which allows you to be able to uh, achieve a goal better, allow you to work together mm-hmm. more efficiently. And I think this is kind of this cool thing. Even if you know no Enneagrams and you're rolling your eyes and you're still listening and you're like, oh, this is so dumb. I don't like Enneagrams. You know, you can't put me in a box. We're not trying to put you in a box. <laughs> right. We're, not We're just trying to say you, you got to work people. Yeah. yeah. But also, like, what you were going off of, like, it can help you know how to approach a situation. But also, if it can kind of be, like, a backdrop, because when people know your Enneagram, and, like, you say something or you do something necessarily that they don't agree with, they're like, oh, you did that because you're a Mm -hmm. two or an eight or a three. Because I've had that situation. They're like, well, we can't get along because you're an eight. This is so funny you said that because our staff, this was before Alex uh, started working there, we did this whole personality test that we paid. It was like $600 a person, mm-hmm. this test, and it gave us four colors. And it was like, very the, boxy. It, it, was, it was the dumbest thing. We did this in my sorority for free. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we, we did the expensive. Find you, has it all. Like, and they did like a whole profile, but the profile was like 26 questions, and it was like multiple choice. And like, I remember taking mine with, like, with my coworker, Scott. Shout out to Scott. And when I was just like, I don't know, which one do you think? He's like, I don't know. Pick the second one. I was like, all right, cool. Like, kind of like, because it's like all up in, up in the air of how you feel. Right. It's like, would you handle this situation with courage, with fear, <laughs> yeah. with attitude, or with intelligence? I was like, I don't know. I, mean, I, don't, I think intelligence, but I'm kind of yeah. yeah. like, it's just it's like, am I Ravenclaw or am I Gryffindor right now? I don't know. Like, which one's the right answer? <laughs> Give me the situation. Yeah, Set like, the scene for yeah. yeah. Do, do I have a do weapon? I like the like, person. <laughs> I need like, like I need yeah. the deets. So then you just choose one. And then they're like, "Oh, you're totally a yellow personality. <laughs> oh, you're oh, you're totally a blue." And you're, and you're like, "Great at Christmas tree." Am I? <laughs> and then what? But I, I mentioned that because what you just said was I told the whole group, "Don't don't approach someone." They all thought I was dumb, but then it became like a standard <laughs> running joke of like people would go, "Oh, they're just a green." Or, oh, they're just a blue. Or, oh, they're just a red. Or, or oh, like it became like, hey, you're being a real jerk today. Hey, it's because I'm a red. And yeah, it's like, that's, that's not, not a cop-out. That's, that's not like a cop-out. Yeah, or like, it's not a way or, that you can just like 
eh, dismiss your behavior. Or yeah. like, I don't want to talk to you because I'm a blue, and blues are introverted. And I was like, nah, I don't think that's the way it works, bud. Like, that's not what it's supposed to be yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. So, but, that happens. But, well, like, definitely, like, I mean, it's with every number, but, like, an eight being the challenger, people automatically feel attacked when you start talking to them. Like, they think, like, oh, they're talking to me like this. Well, they're an eight, but they're attacking me. So, like, in my situation, it's really hard because I have to come in really carefully with any number. Like, it doesn't matter because, like, no number, like, it, it, like, not that I'm just at eight, but the way that I handle most situations, I do come in and I'm confrontational and I'd rather get the problem over with because I don't want to, like, dwell on a problem between the two of us. So, Mm -hmm. people are like, well, you said it that way to me because you're an eight and I don't really like that. So, like, maybe... It's because we don't get along. Like, so I'm just not going to pretend like you didn't say that because I don't process it the same way because I'm not an eight. And I'm like, but just because you're not an eight, like I changed the way I was coming at you because I know you're not an eight. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to help you. So we need to meet somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you something to say? Well, I was saying, like, with what you're saying about how people can relate to you, I know that uh, there's some parts of, um, I'm not sure which one you're looking at specifically on your computer, Ben, but they allow you to look at how you interact with certain people. And for me, that's, I found that fascinating to see, like, I've got friends that are nines and, like, and are different personality types, and they're similar to me, but I just never realized, like, if we were to get into a fight, like, this is how it would slowly, how, what your relationship would look like if you, like wasn't we're in an unhealthy relationship, and this is why you would break up. Or mm. it's just very fascinating to look at for what. Like you don't automatically think of like that's why we don't. You know. So yeah, it shows. You, so you if about? you're a type two, mm-hmm. let's say you interact. I, I'm still saying I'm a three. You know, okay. say I'm a seven. So how you interact with me is both enneagrams two and threes are driven by their feelings and emotional needs. Although it's not always apparent in the case of threes. Both are see, which I, okay. Both are also driven by their need for attention and desire to be loved. Although this is not always apparent in the case of twos, but for these reasons, both are oriented towards people and towards activities, and they will place them uh, place them in spotlight. This makes two three couple one of the most interpersonally attractive and impactful pairings possible, individually and collectively. They are outgoing, sociable, high spirited, charming, often physically attractive. This is me <laughs> to a T. I mean, are you looking at this guy? Physically attractive. Both know how to make a favorable impression on people and win them over. Both bring types of energy, personal and social ambition, the ability to communicate with people, and it's a whole odd paragraph. I just think it's interesting, especially in the workplace, of like how you may be interacting with someone, but you don't realize that that's like what Sarah Kate was saying. Like you don't really know how other people are perceiving you, and you're thinking in your head, oh, that's how I perceive people, but. But they are they how they interpret information could be totally mm-hmm. different, oh, and you're yeah, not yeah. even on the same like page of what right. what they heard versus what you're trying to tell them. Right. And a so lot of times, I spend a lot of my time misinterpreting what people are saying. So I'm like, I wonder if that's what they said by that, and I wonder why they didn't make eye contact with me. Is it because of blah blah blah? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that could be a problem between like a two and an eight. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're gonna be like, wow, they were pretty harsh when they said that, but particularly like. That's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, like, I bet, like, if I were to come to you one day and be like, Emily, so, so so-and-so, like, I think they're mad at me because of blah, blah, blah. I feel like you're going to be like, like, no. No. Exactly. You're like, you're you're dwelling on that. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think so. (laughs) All right, this this is pretty accurate. I'm going to read this. It says, twos in particular, which is Sarah, Kate, and Alex, twos in particular bring a more personal, individual focus to their interaction with others. They are thoughtful and follow up exchanges with genuine kindness and compassion. Threes bring flexibility, charm, practicality, and goal-oriented vision for ways um, they can improve. So that's just kind of mm-hmm. the last little thing that they wrote. Um, it says twos like to feel proud of their loved ones, and threes mm-hmm. want to make their partner proud. Mm. That's interesting. So there's uh, it's just kind of a cool. It's a cool way to. I think it just makes you really interpersonal yeah. skills mm-hmm. there and to think and. And how we can interact with one another. So, let me ask y'all this. Yeah. I'm looking at here. Make sure I get these Enneagram types. Is how can we, in an office place, talk about? You get? Are you Snapchatting right now? No, I just got a notification on my Apple Watch. Oh, first of all, if you don't know, Sarah Kate, <laughs> local celebrity. 
She's Bi- got her Instagram account. on business account. She, <laughs> she can take what, pictures what, with her Apple I, Watch. I know you know I this, don't know this answer. Well, so don't act like you don't know this answer to this question I'm about to ask. How many likes is your most liked picture? Don't act like you don't know. It has like 400 something. 400 oh. something? I don't know the direct number. Of, of those 400 something people, let's just say it's 445. Uh-huh. 445 people. I think it's less than that, but yeah. Okay, let's just say it's 440 then. Okay. Okay, 440. How many of those people do you think you know? The majority of them. You know the majority of them? Yeah. You don't have like just like random people that like follow you? No. And just, like, Why would they follow me? I don't. Well, because you're like a slut right there. <laughs> you shout out, follow you, me. You have thousands of people following it's a you. Joke. <laughs> you have thousands. You have literally 12,000 people following you. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So I was a brand rep for Dress Up for a long time. So I made money the more that people used my code. So the way that I got people to use my code was through Instagram. So for me, it was like a business because I was making money and getting free clothes. So therefore, it became like a job to me. So then I started getting like, I would be like, oh, use my code at Dress Up. Follow me on Instagram. Not to be Do people use it a lot? Yeah. Like I used to make like... I mean, a lot of money. I've gotten a lot of free clothes over the past four years. Let's just put it that way. And I'm very, very grateful and very blessed by it. But it's because I've marketed on my Instagram. And that's why a lot of... Because that could be competitive, right? Because don't a lot of girls want them to use their code. But people end up using your code instead. So So I, like, had friends in my sorority because we had multiple... They called them it girls. And people would, like, switch off. Like, I used Sarah Kate's code this time, so I'm going to use Lizzie's this time. And then I'm going to use Holly's. And, like, they had to switch off because they didn't want to, like, favor one... But no one knows who they favor. No, it doesn't tell us. It doesn't tell us who used our code. We just know how many times it was used. Oh, nice. Has there, I'm afraid, like, I would try to do something like that. Like, you know, hey, guys, come look at Walmart code bin 20. I don't know. Walmart does the same thing as stress up. But (laughs) but it'd be like three people used your code for the month of January. And it's like, oh, okay. When I first started, it was very like low. But then I had like a few people that would use it like all the time. So like it wasn't always like a lot of people using it, but it was the same people using it consistently. Oh, I got you. So I have like a few I had loyal customers (laughs) of my code. Yeah. I love it. All right. So we have about, uh, about 12 minutes left here. And before we, you know, get off on personality types and Enneagrams. I thought I'm messing up your wires here. I'm sorry. <laughs> is I was thinking to myself, oh my God, what is this? It's like a it's like a jungle gym down here. This is your studio. What kind yeah. of riffraff are you running? Listen, here's a true story. Producer Matt, shout out to producer Matt, is he was like, you need to get these uh twenty five foot cables <laughs> for each this one. This room is twenty five yes. feet. <laughs> And I was like, wow. And he's like, because you just never know. Like, you might need to stretch it out, whatever. And so I had these these, these cords <laughs> that are plugged into the mics into the mixer. It, a table's only five feet, you know, tall. Extra 20 feet of exercise. It's 20 feet of just extra cord on the ground <laughs> that is not needed at all. It's yeah, like. Yeah, there's a spider web under the table of cords. <laughs> it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's like, man, like, what do you think we're like. We're going to do this in a, a studio that's like a football field. He believes in I mean, vision. he thinks that you're going to knock guess. down this right. wall behind us and your whole house and is blow it out. Yeah, just studio. a big podcast but, studio. Yeah, but we're going to sit on a couch across the room, like the, like across the house, like, hey, man, how's your day? And like, <laughs> it's like, no, I just give me a five foot cord. He has a vision. It's the same price as a 25 foot cord. It's like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. <laughs> go know, big or go home. Yeah, exactly. I, I, it's so true. I digress, though. Um, <laughs> Get on my tangent If you there. listen to our last episode, he said we caught him out on that one. Unless I unless I release this episode first, so. oh. or the other episode we're on, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gro- needless to say, it's the best episodes. Yeah, true. It's the best episodes for uh, you have like a thousand downloads. We do. Yeah, with Sarah Kate on here. Come on, dude. <laughs> She's gonna promote it on her Instagram. If, so if, you, if you listen to this, if you promote this on your Instagram, this will be the best liked. <laughs> this will be the most downloaded, most liked. You know what I'm going to do? This is what I'm going to do for your listeners, your Instagrammers. <laughs> is up, if they use what is it? Is it shop dress up Sarah Kate? Was it? Was it? SC Barnes Ten. All right, we're going to do this. If you go to buy some merchandise, and you do uh, from Great White Buffalo Podcast, we got shirts, we got hats, we got stickers, and you use SC 
Barnes. Barnes. Ten. ten. We'll give you ten percent off. There we go. Dang. And you know what? So <laughs> what am I supposed to do now? Do I give you that ten percent that they? How how do you get paid for that? You need to put. Uh, like, isn't that what you're trying to do? No, I don't need to get paid. Yeah, but like theoretically, I'm not gonna pay you. Pay they you. would do it through <laughs> PayPal or give it. To so the like, store if they bought like, let's it. say they bought a shirt, right? Yeah. And it's like twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. You get two dollars a store credit. Yeah. Okay, that's what we're gonna do here. Let's get so Sarah, Sarah Kate. Rack up some store credit. With She's buffalo. gonna get some so much buffalo merchandise. Make this count, people. She's don't gonna leave come me over here and be like, "Hey Ben, you're befriended if you don't get." I have a two. I need to be liked, so please use that code. Yeah. Two need your love. She's gonna come here and be like, "I have five hundred dollars worth of merch." So I was like, I don't, I don't have enough stickers. Like, I'm so sorry. She's gonna buy your mic. I only have like four different items to purchase. I'm gonna start buying the things on your house or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can I use my credits to buy your chair? I just really want it. What about one of your lights? Like, uh, hey, hey, hey. Let's <laughs> not, not get crazy. This is my lightsabers, girl. I got to save the galaxy. Come on now. You've got like Jeez. 10. All right, this is what I want to ask y'all. Okay. Sarah Kate, um, and then Alex, and then Emily. This is the, the interest of y'all been part of my life. Is This is a big thing. I haven't talked about this on my podcast at all. Uh-huh. We have about 20 minutes left. I said 12 minutes earlier. Right? <laughs> yeah, you Twelve to twenty. Wow. I kind of. I kind of. Yeah, yeah. But, nah, I'll probably, I'll probably leave it in there. His, his, po- his podcast. Yeah. It's a nugget. You know what's funny though mind. is when I say we have about twelve minutes left, and the person's listening to the podcast and they go, "There's definitely not twelve minutes left to this podcast." What's going on? It's like, oh, okay. Is I now have a girlfriend? I've never. I've I was going to ask you, what do you think she is? Uh, well, that's oh. that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Ness, who texted me earlier, Ashley. Uh, shout out to Ashley. Ashley. I really want to meet you. Yeah, come to youth. Come to youth, please. Yeah. You Maybe all the other Ashley first. <laughs> yeah, Ashley O'Kane. That's 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 the Ashley Just we're to speaking specify. of. Yes, um, is a basic white girl name, and I told that to her face. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. She's a sweet, sweet, incredible human being, and so. She's my girlfriend. It's my first girlfriend in like eight years, so it's been a long time. Yeah, not by choice, single by choice. Okay, <laughs> that's what we me all too. say. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, a, I'm slightly older choice. than y'all. Yeah, well, old, was, older than some was, of y'all. Then who was part of this club? Rude. Right? We yeah. Do, oh, did I did yeah. I betray you? Do you feel yeah. a little, yeah. a, a little bit like a traitor? Like the four of us were single. Actually, he made a joke to me and Sarah Kate one time. He was like. We were at youth, and he was like, yeah, we're going on this date or whatever, blah, blah. It could be a double date, but... Yeah. And then he, like, stared us straight in the eyes, and we were both like... Well, that's very harsh. Wait, when did I ever say Sarah that? Kate, you know what I'm yes, talking about? and you did it again a few Wednesdays ago. <gasps> you said, you're, like, Sarah Kate, you'll understand when you get a boyfriend. You said <gasps> that to me. I never Ooh, said yes, that. You did. I, yes, I said, oh, he's that's gotten a, cocky now. I, I literally... You spent eight years in hiatus, <laughs> and he come out... <laughs> He's one month out. <laughs> He's been saving these for eight years. He has to use it on everybody. It's like that person. <laughs> it's like I just my that high school kid, the high school guy who like gets his first girlfriend. He talks to the other freshman boys like guys. When you become a man, let right. me tell you, yes, like, let me tell you what it's like to have a girlfriend. It's like you've dated this girl for less like, than a week. Like, don't tell us how to like. Well, we, like, tell yeah. us more about what it's like to have a girlfriend. We don't know anything. It's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you like, wish. Like, anyways, but so no, I apologize. We're excited for you. Yes, 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 and we are. I'm, and I'm so apologetic about <laughs> those comments that I may or may not have said. Um, I definitely probably did say it. <laughs> um, is Enneagram types. I don't know what type she is mm-hmm. on top of my head. Yeah. I, because I, I really don't know what I am because uh, Alice is very hardcore that I'm a seven. I so am not. She's definitely not an eight. I want to say she's probably a nine. She's probably a peacemaker because easygoing, self efficient, receptive. Come here to hang out with you. Mm, I'm yeah. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Come hang out with us, and then we will evaluate text her. and help we'll you We'll analyze you the text whole her? time. Yeah, text yeah. her right now and see if she knows what her Instagram type is. If okay, not but, live. But Everybody ask your question. Live. Ask your question. This is live. <laughs> Everybody cast your boat. <laughs> what do you think she is? Think about it. <laughs> think about it right now. I'm dead right Hold now. Hold on to it. We yeah. hear you. We'll reveal the answer in just a second. Yeah. <laughs> 
feel like I'm a like Dora episode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where is it? Should I go to the big red house? Should we cross the bridge? Yeah. Big what red house. I'm not saying idiot. How do you spell Enneagram? E N N O. It's on my computer. There he is. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Enneagram. What is your Enneagram? I want to say. I want to say she's a peacemaker. If she if she knows it, she's going to say peacemaker. If she says or ooh, oh god, I want to mess it up. I'm gonna. She may. What if you get something completely and she's not it at she all? She may be a two. She's either a two or not, guaranteed. I have a one in nine chance of getting this right. So my I, aunt talked to me. Nines and twos get confused very easily. Yeah. But my aunt was describing it to me. The di- main difference between a two and a nine. Twos are more concerned about like, are we okay? Like, yes. Ben, are you okay yes. with me? Yes. Peacemakers are like, is everyone in the room okay with each other? Yes. Like, is uh, every okay. like that is so Emily? True. Are you okay with Ben? Emily, are you okay with me? Emily, are you okay so, with Alex? So, so you, it's like a group so you effort. wouldn't worry yes. if Alex and I had like a beef. Because I mean, I would care, but like, but, like I wouldn't insert main. myself and like no. make right. sure that y'all are okay. But a like, peacemaker right. would. Yes. Whereas a, a two would just be concerned about making sure that they're. That's okay. interesting. It's like a, it's like a but slight the, detail difference, yeah. but it's huge in yeah. a way of how you. And they rarely, rarely, rarely ex- ex- like tell you their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like I'm talking like. You have to pry it out of them. I've been one. It's mm. super hard. Did she respond? No, yeah. she hasn't responded yet. She said, she's also, lo- shout out, I, I adore this person, and she's incredible. Oh. Ashley <laughs> is, <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. She She's a really sweet person. She, oh, 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 I got the three dots. I, I am a solid two. Did I not say nine or two? Yeah. What are she said? What are you? <laughs> IDK. I think a. Everyone in your life is a two, basically. A so. Yeah. I mean, you just surround yourself with twos. Oh. It probably means that you're a three. Then, if you surround yourself a. with twos, you're probably a three. Yeah. Just based off of things that you've told me in the past about like mm-hmm. your life and the things that you've been through, like not super deep or anything, but like I. Would say that the three Let's fits you better, but your energy's definitely seven energy. So it's Absolutely. confusing. It's so yeah. confusing. Um, look true. at how a two and a three are in a relationship. Two and a three? Oh, God. So, man, was that going to be your question personal. about relationship? Does Enneagram matter? Who no, you I, date? Yeah, no, I thought, no, no, definitely no, no. thought that's what you were going to Me come too. With. I thought no, that was the vibe. No, I was, just, I was just wondering. I just haven't talked about having a girlfriend yet on the podcast. And I just want to talk about it. <laughs> you just wanted to segue into how can I tell so everybody I'm known. off the market. I'm just, yeah. really, I'm just really excited about it. So just everyone knows. Until, until we, she <laughs> no, breaks my heart one day and I have to like delete this you know, entire episode. <laughs> we're not deleting the most um, liked episode. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. not. If y'all don't like this, listen, I will confront we, you. We mean listen, right? Because it's the yeah, listen's not listen, likes. Listen. Listen. Yes. Uh, per- potential trouble spots or issues. Yeah. A couple. Oh, God. I'm so. Do it. Uh, Don't speak it into existence. A couple with such <laughs> conscious star Well, now power you can avoid it. Also trends to be self-conscious and even more conscious of each other. Twos get jealous and possessive of threes. They fall into I made you, you owe me <laughs> syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Being used. Oh. Oh. See, the eights are the only ones with bad qualities. Yeah, we, have uh, so we are possessive. For yeah. all their apparent willingness you to take me. second place, the twos want to be recognized privately by their partner and to be made feel they are important. But threes typically find it difficult to thank others for their success or share the glory. Moreover, threes may feel that twos overestimate their contributions. <laughs> they take credit. <laughs> <laughs> they take credit for too much, sometimes embarrassingly in public. As a result, twos can start to undermine the threes' confidence, get the three to feel that like he or she depends on two. Threes react quickly and strongly to receive criticism and potential humiliation by distancing themselves. Inevitably, uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, inevitably, creating more anxiety and manipulation in the two, a vicious cycle. Dang, that's hard. So that's the bot- that's potential. That. That's like the worst of the worst. Yeah, yeah that's the worst of the worst. Um, the positive ones. There's way more positive than there are negatives. <laughs> God, I hope I didn't. But I just feel like a two and a three go together because, like, you can understand each other mm-hmm. like a little better than like if I, as an eight, like dated like a two. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. Because our if communication, that would work. like, if I imagine like being in a relationship with an eight, there's no way we'd communicate. Yeah. So I would. We would never. So hear I each always other. say like I need someone that's not like the nicest person you know because mm-hmm. that's not like their communication like sometimes I take niceness and I shouldn't do this because like when you're like 
as nice being as weakness as a, being a little fake to me mm-hmm. because I'm like, wow, you're being way too nice to me because right. like, not that I'm not a nice person, but I'm very upfront. Mm-hmm. And so when someone's yeah. being nice to me, I'm kind of like, mm, is that a little fake? So I don't know if I like could not necessarily couldn't date someone mm-hmm. that's a two, but it would be difficult. Do I give a, a fake vibe? Sometimes. Not now, but like when I first met you, like you're very overly nice, which is not like there's nothing wrong with that. But so when I first met you, I was like, okay, I'm not sure about this. Like his personality is very out there. He's very nice. But now that I know you, like I know that it's genuine. Because there was several times like in the in the camp world where like people would think that I was like putting on yeah. something. Well, but till they really got to know me, like privately, when I'm not in public, of like in that's, front that's of what kids, I'm yeah, yeah, and they're like, "Oh wait, no, you're just always like." Yeah. And then they felt more okay. That's just Ben, right? Versus like a caricature, a caricature of myself. No, a caricature. Caricature. Is that right? That's a correct word, isn't it? A caricature. Caric- Car- like caricature. A- yeah, caricature is like the thing that they draw at the fair. Out of proportion. <laughs> yeah, but when you talk about yeah. it, your personality, it's like it's a, hi- a heightened version of a certain person. Don't, Emily, I know that I'm intelligent. Is judging me so hard <laughs> no, because right it makes sense because the caricature picture is yes, out of proportion. It's over exaggerated. Yeah. So when that's yes. like, it yes. doesn't make sense. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Thank We're you. thinking the same thing. Okay, all right. We just might not have said it the right way. Most educated person here. Um, <laughs> okay. And so, and so, he actually masters. Yeah. So and he might go get his doctorate. I, I paid for it. Right okay, now. so I paid he's for my going first to semester. get his doctorate. Might, uh, mess yeah. around and get a doctorate. Yeah. Dr. Ben. <laughs> I haven't told you that. No, you haven't. I, yeah, congratulations. I haven't told the podcast that. We're just like full of reveals right now. We sure uh, are. Yeah. Freudian I, slips. I was accepted. <laughs> I paid for my first semester today. Um, and I'm getting You just love my education. Doctorate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. I do like learning. I no, do. I envy that of you because ever since I I've known you, yeah. you have always like you love like, to no. learn and grow and things like that. When a lot of people they like get out of college and they stop learning yeah. or like they choose to stop learning. Like my boss, she doesn't want to learn anything. She like is, refuses to be taught anything, and that's so that's frustrating. Right. So it's like good to have that flexibility and to desire to learn and grow. Yeah, I even knew that like like with messages and stuff. Like I feel like I've really improved over the three uh-huh. years. Because, like, even not, like when I first started, not that I was bad or anything, but I wanted to know more of the story mm-hmm. or the right. scripture or how it's applicable instead of just saying, like, oh, you know, David fought Goliath and, like, that's the underdog story. It's like, no, 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 there's way more into that story. Right. There's way more things you can get. Just just read it and, like, know, like just, like, research it. Mm-hmm. Right. And just, like, try to find different ways of, like, okay, that's applicable because of this and that. Yeah. And, like, yes, it's an underdog story, but there's more to it. Now he's a five. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely. Now you no, investigate no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm, 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 like, a five on the very surface <laughs> level of, like, when I'm on Google. I'm a five when I have Google, Google in front of me. Google, tell me how to do this. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. As we always know, at the end of the episode, we try to do a piece of advice, piece of wisdom. Today, we've been talking about personalities. We've been talking about really Enneagrams and how we work with one another. How that is, I think, it, even though it's kind of been a low key episode of just like just chit chat, yeah. it's pretty fun. But it's also like one of the most important episodes about talking about you need to learn in life interpersonal mm-hmm. skills with people. Yeah. And not that you have to be the best at it, but understand that. People come from different experiences, different backgrounds that have shaped their personality. And if we can serve others, we serve a higher power. You know what I mean? Well, especially like, I know we're ending the episode, but like, especially in the like ministry world, like you have to know that because you know, and like with students, especially because you're not going to jail with every student there. Mm -hmm. So you have to know and recognize your weaknesses and how to approach that and so, like, that's why I think that's an important thing yeah. to know, especially in ministry. Mm-hmm. And and a pet peeve of mine is, like, when you know someone's weakness. And, and you, you use don't it against do them. Either you use it against them. That's not really what I was going to go it. with it. No, no, no. Definitely not. I'm good. <laughs> when, you, when you know someone's weakness. Let's but guess then, what he's trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But you get, you get frustrated like you didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. right. You like, like if I know for a fact that Sarah Kate is terrible at responding to text messages, and like it just it frustrates me. But Sarah Kate and I have had a conversation. Like, why don't you respond to text messages? Sarah Kate goes, "I'm just not good at that." That's just like yeah. I read it. It's like not like it's not that I don't care about you. It's just my mind's going scattery. I just don't respond. 
but then I send a text message a week later, and you don't respond. I just get mad. I'm like, oh, yeah. she never responds. Right. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, not that like it excuses you for not responding or doing something, but like, come on. Like, you right. know that that's their fault, right. and you've had that conversation. So if you know their faults, it helps you not to get so angry. Right. I feel like people yeah, just, yeah. Right. we live in a culture where people want to tear people down. Absolutely. And it's like, how can I tear them down? And like, yes, like for, I'm thinking myself, there are things that I'm very strong at and there's things that I'm weak at. Right. There was pictures that I did not update for like seven months inside the youth house. That's not like, it's just not on my radar. <laughs> it's just not on my radar. And then certain people I work with kind of, kind of <laughs> was just busting my chops <laughs> Semi behind Call my back. It wasn't no, me. It's not me for what's uh, in. It was not me. Uh, kind of behind my back until, uh, but but then uh, finally they said, hey, like, uh, for the first time, the first time they came up to me and said, hey, uh, you need to change those pictures. Like, they're kind of out of date. I said, okay, cool. Went to Walmart the next day, got new pictures. It's just not on, like, that's not on my radar. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, but to them, not, it's been, like, really like, harboring and, them and, like, yeah. making them stewing. And, like, almost having, like, a putting a grade on your ability at your job. Yeah. You're not a good youth minister because yeah. you didn't because you didn't update the that. pictures. Not that that was said, right. but that's the impression that I get. Yeah. yeah. And that's I think that's so dangerous when like you're not a good intern because you yelled at somebody. Yeah. That's not true. Right. You're such a good intern or you're such a good volunteer, you're such a good communications director. Okay, maybe you're not the best at that. Maybe that's not on your radar, but that's why you yeah. remind someone. That's yeah. why you say, "Hey, like, have you done this?" I'm like, "No, I haven't done that." Right. I'm thank you for doing and, that. And like when Ben called me out, like you kind of got a little aggressive. I, I was d- like, "I didn't do it in front of the kids." No, he did it just to me, and I was like, "Okay, I can see that now." And then that gives me the ability to go to that person and be like, "Listen, I'm sorry. I did not mean to do that." Right. And then I, when I did do that, I'm not going to do that in front of people either because then it makes it like I'm like, but "Okay, everyone, also, look at me, look at me." But he I'm also approached you in a, in a way that you were able to receive it and not yeah. to take it combatively. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, and he was straightforward with me, which is what I prefer. And for a second, I was like, "Cause Ben, like, not that you're not straightforward, but you're not always straightforward." So when you said it at first, I was like. Mm. And then I was like, okay, like I appreciate that. It's my unique that. leadership style. I was like, I appreciate that, and so it gave me the opportunity to be like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to be like that. I was out of line. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where I I, I go, I don't like to be overly critical of people because then on some level, if you don't yeah. handle it correctly, they become overly critical on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like, if like Alex didn't do something that I didn't like on the website or something, and I don't go, hey, you jacked up this website. I want you to fix it because then she goes, well, you know what? You don't update the pictures in the youth house or, you know, or yeah, you don't. We don't want to do tip and, and, and it's like competitive where I'm going, hey, like, first of all, thank you. And this is, like, you. I, thank is, you for even doing this. Even though, like, it's like in your job, the fact that yeah. you did such a good job. I just have like one or two things that I would love to change. What do you yeah. think about it? And she's like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, like I'll change that. P- calling out, like, on that situation. It's not be like, you did this wrong. It's like, hey, can you help mm-hmm. you actually want to help the yeah. person instead of like poking out something that you found wrong with it because then you're attacking them and not like yeah. the yeah, like, situation that, that you would yeah. rather it serves nothing yeah yeah it's like you know i just felt because like, then and, then I, and I'll, I'll get off my soapbox because there's been a couple of things mm-hmm. that i've heard through other people but it was never said to me mm-hmm. and that, right. for me that that's that the hurts. most hurtful thing right. in right. there because it's like one it's Speaking death over your yeah. um, your ability to do the job, how you are as a person, and also too like if I felt like I trusted you, right, and I like I care about you, and then I hear that you're saying things to other people but not to me, it's like man, that, that's just, that's hurtful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so and I'm all about yeah. like when we go one day to the pearly gates and you know St. Peter's up there's like hey what's up Ben hey what's up dude, he's not gonna be like hey man you know when you call that person out. Do great job. You made that person feel like trash and like, oh, yeah, great. High five. Yeah. It's like, no, like, that's yeah. not what it's going to be about. It doesn't it's help be anyone. No, it's, it's not about, even you. It's about speaking that praise and life to people. Uh, do you have anything? A uh, little piece of wisdom and advice? I know Alex, the guy, once she's not on her head, what you got? I've said this before on a previous podcast, not um, recently. But my, I love this. You have to give grace to get grace. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl, preach. Come mm-hmm. on. That's, that's great. My final words. 
Yeah, that's what I was thinking this whole time. Just give grace to people that think and operate differently than mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. It's hard, but I don't know. Just taking time to understand how people are different than you right. really does help you better serve them. And it just helps you in general as well. Right. Like it, harboring so much like feelings that might not even be there if you just take a minute to like figure out why they might be responding right. that way. It gives you compassion for yeah. people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess mine would be like in a situation – I enter, like, friendships. You know, you're going to talk about yourself with your friends and, mm-hmm. like, when you're becoming friends. And I always try to be, like, okay, so this is the kind of friend I am and, like, this is the way I approach situations and handle situations. So I want you to tell me how you would receive that and what I need to do differently because then that helps me be a better friend to you. But it also just makes our relationship better because now we understand each right. other and it's not that whole oh my gosh, she said this thing to me and it was so ugly and she she it's doesn't drama. understand, blah, 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 blah. So I, my advice would be like go into a friendship and make sure that you understand the person and the way they like communication and how they handle situations, but that they also understand you because yeah. it just helps the relationship. Mine's, mm-hmm. um, I guess my little nugget of wisdom <laughs> would be uh, do not merely read the word do what it says, and that's James one twenty two, And I think so we talk about this personality types, talk about interacting with people, and like, it's the grace. You know, don't just read about it or think about it. Do it. Yeah. Just, just go do it. Give grace. Go do it. Mm-hmm. It's like great in theory, but it's even better in practice. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and I just wanted to read this real quick. Ashley responded. She said, uh, I said, we're seeing at the Enneagram... Uh, match and she said you need to retake it to make sure we match she said oh my god i'm live texting the podcast world this is terrifying <laughs> and she says and you can tell this to the podcast world i'm not ashamed but just a little bit she says real talk i took medicine because you know hashtag sinuses and feel drugged now and i'm falling asleep but i'll see you in four days <laughs> <laughs> she's she like goes to bed like eight forty five nine o'clock. I appreciate that. I do um, that every night. Yeah, but she's she's got sinuses. Like not me. She might be a nine. <laughs> she nine. might be a nine. That's a nine. That's a nine thing. thing. Yeah, my yeah. sister's a nine. She does stuff. Like well, yeah. Bailey's a nine, and she goes to bed the latest out of everyone in really? the house. Yeah. So, ba- so me and Bailey stay the latest. Are you saying treasure. nines are grandmas? No, nines treasure their sleep. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they they do. treasure rest. Yeah. Oof. That's what I should. And peacefulness. Yes. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the. Great White Buffalo Podcast. Don't forget to use uh, SC Barnes 10 to get uh, 10% off our merchandise. Uh, We appreciate all the love and support. (laughs) And thank you for joining the the Buffalo Nation here. Listen to the herd. Um, Alex, Sarah Kate, Emily, thank you all so much for being here. And we'll see you next time on GWB.